them cheeks, baby. Clapping alien cheeks. You know why? Love them, them, love them, leave them, cause I don't need them. Take them out the hood, keep them looking good, but I don't beat them. First time they John's joints, where John runs down the news of the day. Underneath these news stories, I will play lullaby versions of popular songs. I went from having to jam my stupid finger in my eye wearing contact lenses to now when it's muggy outside and I leave an air-conditioned building, my glasses fog up for like 20 minutes. I'm so envious of people like John who no longer have to wear contacts or glasses. Optograph Laser Vision. They've got a beautiful facility right on 38th in St. Petersburg. That's where I had my LASIK procedure uh, almost three weeks ago on Friday. I was in and in, in and out in about three and a half hours. Dr. Optograph, it's not just a fun saying that I decided to start saying. He is truly the goat of LASIK. He is the third doctor to ever perform the procedure in the United States of America, the first ever in Asia, and he's got patents on a lot of the technology that all the other doctors across the world use for doing LASIK. And to get to meet him and and chat it up, he's as normal as can be, and he's the kind of guy you want fixing your eyeballs. Uh, LASIK is considered one of the safest medical procedures in the world, so do it. Ditch the glasses, ditch the contacts, and right now, Optograph Laser Vision is offering $1,000 off LASIK, and the consultation is free. So call 727-551-2020 or book online today at www.lasik4me.com. So it's become uh, pretty clear early on in the season that uh, any rust or any lack of communication between Tom Brady and uh, Antonio Brown is kind of gone. I think uh, Antonio Brown has definitely become one of his favorite targets, a little more apparent in the first game than the second. But it probably most likely will not be that way this weekend when the Bucks take on the Los Angeles Rams. Antonio Brown has been placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. Ooh. The wide receiver now joins line. Linebacker Kevin Minter and practice squad receiver Travis Johnson on the reserve list for the week. Uh, the other two were added on Monday. According uh, to the team, Brown has played an active role for the Bucks and is second on the team in total receiving yards with 138. Uh, I'm just so so they told us everybody was vaccinated. I I believe that, I guess, unless there's some reason to not believe it. It's just crazy to me that. Knowing what we think we know about COVID, vaccinated or not, that you could be up in the huddle, be breathing in each other's faces, jumping on each other, celebrating and all the things that come along with the with an NFL football game. One guy has it and somehow ev- and somehow every every guy doesn't have it. Right. But hey, if we can make it through Sunday will definitely be the biggest test. And it is a bummer that Antonio Brown, from a football perspective, uh, will not be there most likely uh but i think we got plenty of people who can fill those uh fill those shoes like be a great see, game yeah I'd like to see some more action from scotty miller i would uh he's he's been kind yeah. of quiet uh, he's very very fast and i would love to see even if it's on special teams maybe since ab will be out um love to see him get his hands on uh, some more balls if you know what i'm saying oh so the search is still ongoing in Sarasota County at the Carlton Reserve in Venice. Uh, the big difference today, and we're talking about the search for Brian Laundry. the difference today is that they've busted out the dive equipment and the dive team are now in the water looking, I guess, for a body, the body of Brian Laundry. And they've been pretty good at just saying, hey, this is, this is part of, of a search. This is what we would do in a search. 
Do you buy that? Do you think they're automatically, when you're talking about an area that I think all together combined is over 25,000 uh, acres, do you think that they automatically go into the water unless there's reason to go into the water or at least maybe a little hint on why to go into the water? I would think they would check the land first, but I don't have a lot of experience with uh, excavating or searching. Because I don't know if I said this on the air yesterday, if we've just said it privately. If he did kill himself and wanted to make sure that nobody ever found him, you tell me that you can't find the most gator-infested area of that preserve, shoot yourself in the head in the waist-high water, and that you would probably be eaten in no time. Yeah. And just an interesting tidbit on this. So many people believe that this was just false from the parents to give him a head start. Now, I'm totally behind that theory. I also just find it hard to believe that an entire police department is falling for something that people on the internet seem to think is so blatantly clear. They've got all of the manpower and they know so much more than than anybody. So to think that they're just getting bamboozled by the laundry family and they're spending all that time and money out there searching for no real reason, that seems far-fetched to me. And, and the one thing that maybe was having me question even more whether or not he was around was that trail cam footage, which uh, the Oskaloosa uh, Sheriff's Department has come out and said they have verified who that person was, and it was not Brian Laundry. Uh-huh. So in that, uh, in that, from that perspective, now everything's off the table. He could be in that preserve somewhere. He could be anywhere as far as we know because nobody has actually seen him. Uh, but now neighbors of the Laundry family are starting to, to, to speak out. And one of the more far-fetched theories was maybe that he never came home. Maybe that somehow the van made it from Wyoming, whether they hired somebody to drive it, whether however the hell it got home. But disturbing details from neighbors now talking about the days in between when he got back on the first and when he went missing neighbors saying that in those in those first couple days everything was fine brian laundry got out and mowed the lawn multiple times uh, of his family home and he was seen taking bike rides with his mother before Gabby was even reported missing on september 11th it really sounds like he came home and it was a warm, fuzzy reunion, and everything was fine immediately. It's you just could could parents be lied to that directly? Yes. So 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 what's a if you're a parent and you know that you're and, and I don't know if they had any communication with her parents at that time, right? But he just shows up from a cross country road trip without the girl who I believe had also been living in the house as well. Yeah. What are you going to tell your parents? To not send up red flags. Oh, she's uh, just out there without me. She met some people out there. What, what, but you have her van. Yeah, she told me to take it home. Yeah, nobody's going to buy that. I, I mean, and I only ask those questions to further the analysis on the parents, on how guilty are they? What did they really know? Because for roughly 11 days, there weren't many questions being asked, and they seemed like they were just a happy suburban family living the good life while uh, we know what, what, what really happened. I try to put myself in their shoes. Like, what would I do if my son said, you know, hey, my girlfriend's missing? <laughs> I don't want to finish that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, my mom sent me a text yesterday when we were having this discussion, and she sent me straight up one line. It, I'd help you cover up a murder. 
I would help my son cover yeah, up. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really morbid, sick, sad situation, but it's also we talk about so many instances that you can't wrap your head around until you are in it. Now, I still think it's evil. If my mom helped me cover up a, a murder, it, it would be from the love in her heart, but it would also be an evil deed. So you can have love in your heart and be doing it for your child, and it also be uh, evil, evil at for the sure. same time. Uh, and, and Drew, you touched on it just a little bit, but definitely more details coming out about the days leading up uh, to Gabby going missing, and now um, this this debacle at Mary Piglet's uh, Tex-Mex restaurant between one and two p.m. on August twenty seventh, where they say an agitated Brian Laundry began arguing with a waitress. Four and a half uh, hours later, uh, that is when the van was seen by the uh, the couple from right here in Florida. So no matter what anybody thinks, things were very unstable in this van and in this relationship between the police report, the fighting at the uh, the, the Mexican restaurant, everything that came along with it. It was not a it was not a good time. Let this be a cautionary tale to anyone in an unstable and volatile relationship. Get out of it. And I'm just starting to wonder more and more, specifically with the details of him being able to come back and and mow the lawn and go on bike rides with his mom. I'm I'm starting to really just believe that he is a a psychopath. This was not a maybe things got out of hand. Maybe it's not quite as it seems. It, it, to me, through my eyes, is becoming that this guy is is probably more evil than we even grasp. And and, uh, who the hell knows what else he's capable of and who the hell knows where the hell he is. Tying directly into that story in a way, a story we've talked about before, that kind of also shines a light on America's obsession with missing girls and murders and true crime, but also what happens when parents try to help cover up a murder. The man accused of killing 19-year-old college student Kristen Smart in 1996, which was all the topic in the uh, Your Own Backyard podcast, uh, will will stand trial for her death. Paul Flores, who's 44, faces a first-degree murder charge for allegedly killing uh, Kristen Smart in his Cal Poly San Luis Obispo dorm room. Prosecutors say Flores raped or attempted to rape Smart, who was then a freshman at the university, and his father, Ruben Flores, who's 80, is charged as an accessory to murder, and prosecutors say he helped hide Smart's body. The interesting thing about how this all went down happened in 96. Cold case for all of those years. This guy starts doing a podcast, and the family starts freaking out and talking to each other about what's being said in the podcast, and those communications were what ultimately, uh, you know, led to to everybody being caught and going to prison. This dad came off so sneaky and conniving and dirty that I was convinced after listening to that podcast that he helped bury that girl underneath the yeah. cement in their backyard. And I think you're right. And, and if anything, maybe you can look at a case like this and nobody wants to wait that many years. Uh, but if, if it's there and there's evidence, I think the truth always finds its way uh, to light. So here's a, a similar in the sense of you've got a potential parent helping with the cover up and all these years later, uh, there will be justice yeah. served. Uh, Earlier in the week, I played the audio clip and we discussed a little bit about uh, the nature boy, Ric Flair, who one of these guys who probably at this point has surpassed uh, just being a wrestler. He's kind of a uh, what would you call him? Uh, an icon. An icon. Cultural icon. A cultural icon. That's exactly uh, That's exactly it. Uh, a new special uh, tells the story and has a flight attendant sharing the details of when Ric Flair whipped out his hammer, as some wrestlers like to call it, waved it around, and made her touch it. Well, 
The Nature Boy has clapped back with a statement. Oh. And a lot of these statements are really bad, and I think, oh, my God, they're just covering their ass. But I'm curious to see what your thoughts are on him going this way. All right. Every person that I've worked with has said not to post a response, but I've never run from the past or my behaviors, and I'm not going to start now. Okay. So you remember when the ESPN did the 30 for 30 on him? It was not... It was not pretty. It was oh, yeah. probably about two years ago, and it was it was all the rage. Everybody was talking about it because it wasn't pretty. It painted him as a women, womanizing alcoholic who was not a great dad at times and everything that came along with it. So that's the angle in which he's going. Four years ago, I gave ESPN full access to my life for a 30 for 30 special. They cover taxes, financial issues, adultery, divorces, the passing of my child, my drinking and partying at length. So then he pretty much goes on to say, the guy who did the special, I don't like him and he doesn't like me. And he would have loved to have put something in that documentary about me touching women. Um, And the guy from ESPN has come out and said not once in all the interviews that I did, did I ever hear of of him forcing himself uh, on anybody. All right. So it's it's kind of a weird way to go, but my issues have been well documented over my 40-plus year career. The impact of drinking too much, which nearly killed me, has been told time and time again. Uh, the reason Rory or anyone else, for that matter, never heard stories of me forcing myself on anyone is simple. It never happened. Okay. I don't know if he will get his coveted uh, windshield uh, endorsement back or if he'll be rebooked at the Comic-Con, uh, but he's he's covering his ass in a, in a little bit different way by saying, hey, there are a lot of people out there who hate me and want to talk trash, and they never brought this up. So It's an interesting defense. It really, really is. <sighs> High school football can be passionate, depending on where you are, uh, the Midwest and Texas and things like that. But taking it into your own hands to punish the referee crew for not calling the game you wanted them to is kind of a new thing. Uh, Keith Dalton and his crew of football referees say they were recently officiating a high school game and after they found themselves locked inside a locker room. (laughs) Dalton, who's a high school referee with the Central Ohio Football Association, believes they were locked in over a controversial call made during the September 10th game between Grove City High and Central Crossing High School. After the call was made, he said an assistant coach for Grove City came onto the field and was flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct. After the game ended, Dalton said he and his crew were inside the locker room uh, and they were being evaluated on their performance when the door became barricaded by a vending machine. We had to push on the door, three of us, to try and get the door wedged. Uh, No word on how long they were trapped, but they were trapped in the locker room uh, for an extended period of time. Dalton said both Grove City High School principal and head coach have issued apologies. Uh, He also said the assistant coach who berated him has been suspended for a game. Man, people just love to act out against referees. You think that's apparent? Yeah, because because parents really do. They can they can be far, far, far too invested in uh, in their children's sports to the point I can see a couple dads grabbing a vending machine and locking the refs inside the. uh, Yeah. Kids get pissed off in the moment. The parents do the long lasting repercussion stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know where you're going to stand on this, but it seems like it could be interesting. Netflix has now formally announced its acquisition of the Roald Dahl story company. 
giving it the right to create projects based on the author's work across all mainstream entertainment media. The two companies had formed a partnership three years ago, but this deal means that Netflix now effectively owns the Roald Dahl estate. Netflix now sees the creation of unique universe across animated and live-action films and TV, publishing games, immersive experience, live theater, consumer products, and more. It will also receive royalties on the existing Roald Dahl books. Netflix has assured fans that were committed to maintaining their unique spirit and their universal themes of surprise and kindness while also sprinkling some fresh magic into the mix. Yeah. I think we've had enough Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh, incarnations, and uh, we had a James and the Giant Peach movie. That's all we really needed. Yeah, what I, I was going to ask you, what am I missing? What are we uh, missing? Is there because he also did Matilda, which maybe maybe you could remake that. I don't. I know that a lot of kids, you know, that were when they were younger appreciated that. But what else can you do that really? You I do a J, you do a Chocolate Factory. Game like series? Yeah, I don't. I, we, we've had enough Chocolate Factory. the The original and the Johnny Depp version. It's all we need. But but Netflix also seems to know how to make a buck. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was somewhere between uh, not officially known somewhere between five hundred million and one billion is what they paid. But it sounds like they got a lot. All right. So we'll see if it's worth it. Yeah, we shall see. Mm-hmm. Where did uh, COVID come from? Where did COVID come from? That Wuhan and U.S. scientists were planning to release enhanced airborne coronavirus particles into Chinese bat populations to inoculate them against diseases that could jump to humans leaked uh, from grant proposals dating back to 2018. New documents show that just 18 months before the first COVID-19 cases appeared, researchers had submitted plans to release skin uh, skin-penetrating nanoparticles and aerosols containing novel spike proteins of bat coronaviruses into bat caves. They also plan to create uh, mm, mm, chimeric viruses, probably said that wrong, genetically enhanced to infect humans more easily and requested $14 million from the Defense Advanced Research Project to fund the work. Papers confirmed as genuine by a, by a former member of the White House administration show they were hoping to introduce human-specific cleavage sites to bat coronaviruses, which would make it easier for the virus to enter human cells. Why would... I mean, it sounds as if they were trying to inoculate bats. If it couldn't move to humans, why, why is that something that we mess with? I don't know. And when I say we, I mean humans. Right. When COVID-19 was first genetically sequenced, scientists were puzzled about the virus and how it had evolved such a human-specific uh, adaption at, at the cleavage site, which can't believe it made it through this entire pandemic without hearing the term cleavage site, right. uh, which is the reason it's so infectious. The documents, which uh, show the web-based investigations team set up by scientists from across the world to look at the origins. In a statement given, uh, we find this proposal a discussion of the planned introduction of human-specific cleavage sites, a review by the wider scientific community of plausibility is needed. Mm. Will we ever know? Um, I don't know. There are just so many different ideas and theories and whatnot. I don't know that we'll ever know the truth. It, it, it's kind of, we're so balls deep in it all that it feels like it doesn't matter. But if it was really on the on the backs of human beings somewhere making an error, I, I don't see any problem with locking those people up in prison. Uh-uh. 
I mean, if even if you just dropped a vial and it had some COVID in it and it spilled out and got you sick and then you started it everywhere. Yeah, you did this. I, I just wonder if it would bring everyone peace if you could put the face to COVID. Oh, like man. this guy, you know, wiped his nose without a glove on one time and that's how we got COVID. Oh, that's a lot of projection of frustration. It really is. You know, he, Well, he'll be in prison. So yeah, everybody knows you're safe in there. Yeah. Um, and two things quickly. Uh, I'm a seltzer boy. I like seltzers. Yeah. I like trying any and all seltzers. Same. And we have a special opportunity here in the Tampa Bay area. The company behind the blockbuster canned cocktail White Claw mm. is launching the Ray Azul tequila and soda in only four markets in Tampa Bay is one of them. Ray Azul comes in three flavors, cucumber, lime, mango, sea salt, and pineapple jalapeno. The company says it has about 100 calories and clocks in at 5% by volume uh, with a four-pack starting around $12.99. You'll be able to get it everywhere. You get your booze, ABC, uh, Walmart, Racetrack, 7-Eleven. I like the idea of a tequila seltzer. I know you like tequila lately and you like seltzer. That's two great tastes for you that taste great together. Mango and a hint of sea salt. That sounds Mm. sexy. I'll report back after I try one. Please do. Uh, And lastly, we talked about whether or not um, (laughs) Gronk was being legit when he said that he never, ever watches tape. So he made some comments that saying, no, that was a lie. I was just joking. (laughs) Uh, But Bruce Arians kind of clapped back as well. Oh, no. Him saying uh, no more vet days because it has been well reported that Gronk and Brady get a lot of days off because of their uh, vet place status. on the team. No more vet days for Rob Gronkowski. Uh-oh. I think they're all just ball busting. Hopefully. Hopefully. And I'm all burnt up. Thank you, John. Drew Grubb alive. Hello, it's John's Joints. I say Drew Grubb alive. It's John's Joints. Hi, Drew Grubb alive. John's Joints. That's just rude. Coming up next on Drew Grubb alive, our press tried the fourth state, I believe they call it, tried to do something in front of Boris Johnson, the U.K. Prime Minister, that people are saying was extremely unfair to them the way they were treated by the White House staff. Cool or not cool? We'll decide that next on Drew Grabo Live. Medi Weight Loss, the medically supervised program that keeps you accountable and keeps you losing weight. When I go in for my weekly weigh-ins, I meet with the lovely nurses, I step on that futuristic scale, and then the doctor comes in. She looks at the little printout. She goes, okay, looks like uh, you're very hydrated. Maybe you're not very hydrated. Oh, you gained some muscle weight. Oh, you lost some of your fat mass. That's because losing weight, it's not as simple as it seems. The LBs on the scale don't always tell the true story. That's why you need medical professionals who can help you realize everything's okay and you're doing the right thing. And right now they want to hook you up with the free assessment. Go to startmedi.com slash 1025. That's startmedi.com slash 1025. Now they do accept some insurances, so make sure you find out if they accept yours. You can also call 877-MED-LOSS and let them know you heard John Senning talking about it on Drew Garabo Live. It's Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.